Holy shit. It is episode 99 of Simply Complicated. And I don't know if you know this, but we are wrapping this potty at 100 episodes. I am putting a big old pause. I think it could be a permanent pause, but I'll never say never. But this is number 99. So the next episode will actually be the final episode, which is not rocket science. But rather than make this a really long, long intro about how this is not the final episode, it's actually the second last episode. Let's just cap it right now and get into it. This episode was inspired um, by a recent trip that the boys and I took to Byron, which is not unusual for us. Our family have a little three-bedder weatherboard place up there, which is just divine. We are so lucky. And I hadn't gotten up there to one of my favorite places in the world since all the floods and everything had happened. So it was great to be back in the little coastal town that I love so much and supporting the businesses there and yeah that really is the rainbow region um and I had so many little like moments obviously when you're traveling with two boys solo it's always going to be a bit of a stretch but the overarching theme that I felt coming home even though the drive home was like the worst drive that we've ever done so for those who don't know it's a six and a half hour commute. It's meant to be, it took us over seven, probably seven and a half hours this time to come home. Um, and, you know, it was totally my fault for, because we drove home Easter Sunday. So they were all jacked up on sugar and hyped up with Easter egg hunts and Easter bunny. And then I popped them in the car um, to hopefully beat the traffic. Um from the Easter long weekend and you can imagine how that went down. Um, they were next level, like next level, but I'll shoulder the, you know, poor planning on that part. I thought I nailed it. I thought they're going to be so excited. They would have had a run. They would have done all the fun things and they can chill out after, you know, such a big action packed holiday on the way home. I am, was very, very wrong. Very, very wrong. I love to fill our weekends with fun things. I love to adventure. I love the coast. We are a very active um, little trio. And so, you know, I remember the first holiday that I took with the boys was up to a place called Harrington and Oki was five months old and Archer was, how old was he? He would have been almost three and a half. And I ended up coming home early. We just stayed at a little cabin in a caravan park. Honestly, I don't know what I was thinking. It was so hard. It was like so hard. I felt pulled in both directions. The baby needed naps. Archer wanted to go. It was screaming. We didn't have our usuals. There was bottles. There was everything. There was not sleeping properly. Fucking porticots. Honestly, it and just like the baby's at two totally different levels, and only one me to try and give make everyone happy and give everyone. A good positive experience. I was so strung out. I did not attempt to go on another weekend away or a holiday. 
oh, for probably 12 months after that. And slowly we've been gradually, maybe even two years, gradually been building our adventure muscle in terms of stays away. And, you know, for the last couple of years, I've been, you know, really pushing that boundary for us. And this was the first holiday where I was like, wow, we're really, you know, things have definitely gotten a bit easier in terms of like, it's always going to be challenging when you're managing expectations, logistics, and um, keeping everyone entertained and weather and all of that sort of stuff. Um, And you are on your own, but you know, like food and um, the durability and not needing naps and all of that sort of stuff because they're almost five and eight. Um, I really noticed the difference. And I noticed that when we went places, I could actually have a breath, like I could catch a breath. And when we went to like out for lunch, the kids would run off and play and I could, you know, have a cup of coffee and have a drink without the mom, 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 or fighting or you know, and so that was massive for me. And a few things that I noticed, obviously time was a massive factor in, you know, things becoming easier. And also the fact that I have amazing friends and I've established amazing friend networks in different places. And that again is built with time and trust and consistency and showing up for the people in the areas and in my life and you know like I had a beautiful friendship group um, and family come and stay with us for a few nights up there and that was amazing so that I also had that connection that person-to-person adult-to-adult connection and the boys got to play with their friends and that was wild and awesome as well and that is something that has happened over time and those connections and bonds have formed so that we can do these things and we do have beautiful people around us and that made a massive difference to how we could navigate you know those big holidays and I definitely spent a lot of time reflecting because I remember when I was in the trenches and really in the mud of those early days with the boys and even you know everything's changing and shifting but I'm so in tune to my emotions and I feel them in a big way. I'm sure everyone does, but I don't have an experience of being anyone else. So all I can speak on and share on is the fact that my feelings, like, I don't know whether it's because I'm a Cancerian, like my, my star signs, if you're into star signs, um, like I'm a Cancerian sun, I'm a Taurus moon and a Taurus rising, which basically means like, hot dang, I have feelings about feelings and I'm super sensitive and I'm super in tune. And I'm, what did I say? I'm sensitive. Like I feel things like I can't even tell you, like even just before I saw a funny meme about, you know, like making fun of single people. Oh my God, the tears are coming again. And my eyes just sting and well up. Like I feel things so viscerally. And it's honestly one of my favorite things about me because I'm constantly learning and grow. Oh my God, I've got to pause this because I'm going to cry. Nope, I'm all good. I'm not going to cry. I've gathered myself. (laughs) But I have a beautiful, like I love that. I love that I do that. A really visceral response, a really um, loud response to everything. And for a long time, I didn't think that part of my life would get easier 
And it's easy to believe that when you're in something, and I know that everyone would experience this, that when you are in something and you are going through something and you are navigating whatever season that you're in that you are finding like incredibly difficult, that it's hard to imagine ever coming out of that. And this trip reminded me of the fluidity of time and the gift that time actually does give us. Now, there's a saying that time heals everything, and I don't actually believe that that's true. I believe that time softens everything, and time gives us the gift of experience. Now, with each and every experience that we go through and that we are gifted and that we choose or say yes to or find ourselves in, if you are choosing to learn from that and you're conscious enough to be paying attention and choosing how you do things and choosing to reflect and choosing to make changes or respond or, you know, reevaluate or reorganize or, you know, if you find something that works, that you hold on to that. Or if you find people that are no longer good for you, that you notice the flags and the epiphanies and the signs and things earlier, that's what time gives us experience. So time will not heal everything. Time gives us experience and knowledge to draw from to make a different choice. So I guess in that respect, you know, it's the same thing with grief and loss. Time doesn't heal that. It softens it. It allows more space. It gives you more space to live around your grief, to live alongside it. You learn how to live a life with that whole you learn to live a life um and you learn to build a life carrying that loss and I guess carrying that loss when you're grieving is what time gives you so my message to everyone on this penultimate which if you didn't know is like the second last podcast penultimate Hang on, I'm going to Google that. Let me find out. You know what? I'm actually really impressed. It's penultimate. Penultimate. Last but one in a series of things. Second last. The penultimate chapter of the book. Huh. So this is the penultimate episode. Do you know what I think I got that from? I was like, where did I learn penultimate? I actually got it from the Gilmore Girls. That's really impressive. And so who says that watching TV isn't good for you? Ha ha. I learned a new word probably because I've watched the Gilmore Girls like an offensive number of times all the way through. Let me live. I'm not judging you. How good is it though? If you haven't watched it, it's really cute, really light. I like light shows and easy shows and often because um, of being an anxious person by nature, I like to watch shows a number of times so I know what's happening and there ain't no surprises. Anywho, circle the wagon back to what we were talking about. Time. So if you are in the trenches, if you are finding something painful, if you are feeling a certain way about something, if you're in a challenging season, please know that this will change. It will pass. Things will soften and you probably won't realize it because it's like often it's not going to just happen overnight and all of a sudden it's like, bang, that's easier. There'll be small little changes. There'll be small little um things that become a bit easier there'll be 
situations that don't bother you as much. There'll be, you know, it's like the other day, you don't know when the last time something is going to happen is. Like I always used to pick Oki up out of the car. Like I'd open the door and I'd help him get down. He just said the other day, no, I do it myself. Like he's almost five. But he was like, he wants to do it himself. And I had no idea that the time before that was going to be the last time that he didn't need my help getting out of the car. And admittedly, while it's easier now he can get in and out of the car himself, I was just like, oh, yeah, there goes another chapter. Like that's another element that's moved on. And that's not something that I needed healing from, but time changes things. Time moves things. Time softens things. So have a look at your relationship with it. I know um, my... Like when people say to me, like, you know, it goes so fast in terms of motherhood. I'm like, mate, you need to come to my house because I am struggling. And when they go, you'll miss every part of these, you know, these moments and all the rest of it. And I think, no, the F I will not. Like, I will not miss every part. And I stand by that. I will not miss every part because some of it I find so hard. But I do know that it is moving and I do know that things are becoming easier and for now my relationship with that is a positive one and that is all the reminder that I have for you today is that have a look at your relationship with time and trust that things will not always feel this way if you are moving through something trust that it will get easier if you pay attention trust that time will give you the opportunities to choose a different way, to choose a different path, to change the focus, to change the trajectory. But we have to be willing to make a different choice and we have to be willing to keep showing up. If we want things to be easier, we have to keep showing up. We have to keep doing the hard thing. We have to keep putting ourselves in the path of whatever is challenging and hard for us if that feels true to you. If it's important to you, you will find a way. I know this for sure. But one of the hardest parts about time is the action that you need to take within it to get a different path, to get a different result. And that is a whole other podcast. But that will have to be an episode that happens on our new podcast. And I say our because there is a brand new podcast that is going to be launching in June with the amazing Amy Malloy. Come find us over on Instagram. It's at sass and something. And, you know, I think it's going to be so fun. We are both so similar and also so uniquely different in our setups and the way that we've experienced life to this point. If you are not familiar with Amy Malloy, go find her at Amy Malloy and, you know, it's going to be a really wild ride. We are throwing everything we have at this podcast. We have a producer. It's going to be the actual shit. So without further ado, thank you so much, if I haven't told you already, for joining me for these 99 episodes. The podcast will still be available for you to go back and listen to if you've loved it, but the next episode will be the final episode of Simply Complicated. I am so grateful that you have joined me. Mwah.